welcome to the Shamrock English Podcast, produced by Shamrock Idiomas English Academy in Murcia, Spain. Improve your listening skills with entertaining conversations. So we're back in the academy, settling into the new term, and we'd just like to start by saying thank you to everyone who has been listening to the podcast, some people from some unexpected parts of the world, as well as Spain. So we're glad to see you like the podcast, but have you liked the podcast remember to hit the like button give us five stars on spotify and hit follow so you never miss another episode and today it's all about halloween surprise surprise it's that time of year being the only irish person in the room uh, originally halloween is said to come from from ireland um the whole idea of hallowed evening is the idea of the word halloween um hannah being of German origin, maybe has slightly different views? No, I, I mean, I've, I've been to Ireland and I mean, I've, I've always been interested in Celtic culture. So I've read loads about it as I was studying. And um, I, I mean, Germany, Halloween has not really been celebrated in the past. All Saints Day definitely has. Um, but Halloween as such has kind of crept in slowly. And then you always hear about the commentary, the, the comments from people saying things like, um, oh, it's a very new tradition and um, it's taking over our our sacred holidays. And then you think about it, it's actually way older. Well, definitely. I mean, when I was growing up, uh, the 31st of October was All Souls Day. And then we have the All Saints Day on the 1st. So we had, it was a a day that we had to go to Mass, uh, we had no choice, and we had to go for the souls on the 31st and the saints on the, on the 1st. And sometimes they were probably both. That's actually the complete opposite in Germany. They have mm. all saints on the 1st, and then all souls is on the 2nd, and it's not actually being celebrated as such. It's like in many places, it's not even a holiday. But the All Souls Day was basically the 2nd of November. Oh, so this In the Catholic faith, it's kind of considered as a holy day of obligation mm-hmm. so we're obliged to go to mass that might be why um i don't know i don't have any memories of anyone doing anything um going to mass or anything like that on those you days. never have a halloween party when you were well, growing up halloween the kind of americanized version of it yes but the the going to church or the cemetery or anything like that that's not something that um i don't know maybe it's not as widespread in england it depends on your upbringing, I suppose. I mean, um, as I was brought up in a very Catholic family, it was kind of obligatory that we would go to Mass on uh, on the 31st and on the 1st. Right. And what about the um, the new sort of Halloween celebrations with the... The American costumes, version. The American version, <laughs> if, we, if we want to call it that. The costumes are not actually a Halloween thing that came with the Americans. People have been dressing up for Halloween, like... For, for yonks and this has been going on for a long time it's like there were mummers always associated with Sawin, which was before it all became halloween they dressed up and they recited poems or like some kind of song like thing and then they get, got food in return so the trick-or-treating thing and the costumes that's it's a, it's a long tradition so Sawin, just to be clear is the irish word for halloween or it's a... gaelic or celtic i suppose mm, okay for and it kind of was the the end of the harvest and the beginning of the winter season and then after that was like the dog part of the year yeah, which is coming towards us very quickly 
at the end of the harvest? I mean, as in... It's like it, it kind of, the, the moment of, of, of Samhain was the, the celebration for the end of harvest time, which was just before, like between, I don't know, like roughly about August and October. Okay. That whole area is like the harvest season. Mm-hmm. Samhain ended that, that season and then started the winter months. Mm-hmm. The Celts were really, really good at kind of tracking the, the movements of the, the stars and knowing exactly at which time it's like the, the spring equinox, the winter... Uh, the beginning of winter season and all of that and like lots of their their burial mounds were like aligned with the sunrise or sunset i can't remember which of the two so for example on um the night before all saints day um as you see the sun rise up that's for example aligned with lots of the burial mounds and the the door was towards that um, sunrise or sunset i can't remember out of interest, um, does anyone still celebrate Sarwin or call it, know it as Sarwin? Oh, definitely. The Wiccans do, you know? Not for me, anyway. <laughs> the Wiccans. No, no. Who, yes. who are the Wiccans? The, the, the modern druids. Oh, <laughs> I don't I know. I'm going to insult people now by actually not really saying what they are. <laughs> um, yes, but they do. It's a, it's for them, okay. it's like a, a big day. The interesting thing is that when I was in Galicia for a year, um, they... Yeah, they celebrate what they call Samain because they have a, a real affinity with Celtic culture up there in that part of Spain. And um, you, you talked about reciting spells and things like that, I think. Uh, I mean, earlier. like verse, poems. And right. Yeah, yeah, one thing that they do, this is actually quite a new tradition up there, um, like literally within the last few decades, um, they have this beverage that they cook up in a cauldron of like spirits with and somebody's blood uh, <laughs> uh, well uh, I don't know about that but you know they have um the local spirit spirit as in the alcoholic spirit Pacharan um, or something like that herbs and spices herbs and spices yeah coffee beans is um something they put in there and what they do is they set it on fire and they read out or they recite this long sort of um rhyme as they're doing it to basically get rid of all the nasty yeah the demons and the spirits and things like that but it's funny because that's a new thing relatively new but as you say very celtic yeah Yeah. in the north of spain and probably the the northwest of france and down to cornwall and all that area is that that whole celtic area yeah they've really embraced that that celtic side to it but i mean growing up i mean we celebrated it just like a typical Halloween party with kids dressed up as mm-hmm. ghouls and monsters and dragons and vampires and whatever. And we had a, a typical party. Um, I don't know if in England they had the same. Yeah, I mean, Halloween parties are pretty big. And um, it's not unusual for people of all ages, I would say, to actually wear something to dress up. I think it's become more popular now with older people yeah they're kind of jumping on the bandwagon and and enjoying themselves dressed up in some freaky way which hasn't really made it to spain or this part of spain at least yeah. has it? i think more and more for my kids is completely normal but halloween is part of their their yearly routine they look forward to it but because they're kids right it's not like um i mean i ask the teenagers sometimes and for them it's like out of the question that they would actually dress up or wear a costume but is that because they're teens and at the moment that's just uncool well i asked my 20 20 somethings as well and they seem to <laughs> but they have <laughs> halloween parties they definitely scattered do. all over murcia mm-hmm. uh, next tuesday night i think it is mm-hmm. um and i know i think it's also because the way spanish people live because they live in apartments the whole idea of trick-or-treating is a little bit more difficult 
I lived in Lalkaina for quite a few years and it's kind of houses and Halloween was huge in Lalkaina from six o'clock in the evening. You would see hundreds of parents with little kids all dressed up and they'd come around bringing your doorbell and you had to have sweets and things organized for them. Right. Otherwise you would get an egg thrown at your door or at your car or whatever. Another, there's always another side the, of the tradition. Yes, there's all there's always the kind of the the naughty teenagers who kind of do things that they shouldn't as well. Yeah. I mean, throwing eggs became quite popular. I always remember the security guard in the area. Um he came down towards the park one day and five or six young teenagers jumped out from behind a bush and they had like six or seven eggs each and they plastered the car with with eggs um and for them it was fun but they only do it once a year on halloween night could be worse like the purge yes the purge. <laughs> <laughs> um actually i've just remembered last year i was in calpe um over halloween and actually there were hundreds of kids all dressed up out in the streets and they were actually going because there's apartments in the center of calpe as well they were going from shop to shop right yeah and the shops the local shops had sweets to give out to them so that seems to be a new sort of spin it seems to be great fun i mean i had great fun when i was a kid doing it i don't see anything wrong with it there are lots of people it's like we shouldn't be embracing traditions from that are not really our own or from other countries and it's like i have no problem with that they have mm. a great time it's nobody gets hurt it's a it's a kind of like carnival but in a creepy way mm. and a, a time for people to dress up to get do something different that they don't usually do. I don't see any anything wrong with that. And it's taught in schools as well. I mean, yes. it's typical in all primary schools and secondary schools that the kids will always learn something about Halloween. And I mean, for my boys, for example, the idea of going trick-or-treating because we live in an apartment and, and there are not that many, we kind of stay within the, the, the building complex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, it's exciting for them. Yeah, like, they kind of the surprise of getting something or the anticipation of the whole thing nothing um, against it i have to admit that in the past we've back home in england we've always tended to pretend no one's in on halloween so that we don't get any you know unwanted visitors it can become a bit annoying i must admit i after the first three or four years of having to open your door every five minutes for the guts of four or five hours it became a bit tedious but I suppose that's part of growing older as well, because when you're the kid, you're happy as Larry. And if you're the person having to open the door and give sweets or, or whatever, it's completely different. The only thing is that the whole idea of trick or treating, I mean, everyone just wants sweets, mm. but nobody does anything. I mean, in, in the past, there used True. to be, you would do something in order to get your sweets mm -hmm. or whatever. Oh, really? Like what? Well, the whole idea of trick or treat. So do you want a trick? So they would do something, tell a joke. Uh, I do something absurd in order to get it. So they would, that's the whole idea of trick or treating. But it's a very American thing as well. I mean, it's huge in the States. Mm. And I always remember growing up and watching Charlie Brown's um, The Pumpkin Patch. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but if you get the chance, it's the perfect program to watch at Halloween for kids and for adults as well. And the whole idea of pumpkins. I mean, where does that come from? I, I seem to think that originally it wasn't pumpkins actually that were used, was it? Wasn't it turnips? It, it was turnips, mm. yeah. I know that in Ireland it was turnips because we didn't have pumpkins. That's the big reason. I think in the States they use pumpkins because 
they had plenty of pumpkin. And they're so much easier to carve. Yes. I did that once with my boys. We got like a miniature pumpkin and actually carved it ourselves. Took forever. <laughs> <laughs> but the result was really cute because when you put the candle inside, the kind of light with the, the kind of orange flesh of the pumpkin, it really looks cute. So, it's definitely an improvement on a turnip. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. In terms of flavor as well. <laughs> yes. So will you be pumpkin carving this year? Uh, I don't think so. If I'm feeling very inspired, I might do some cookies or something like that, like a treat. No, I, I, my kids are older, so I don't think there'll be anything like that. But I, the typical, I may go out in Murcia and see if there's anything special going on. I have students of mine who are actually going to a party in Terra Natura. Uh, oh, yes. They the, always have this huge event. Yes. For, they have like a, an area for adults, an area for kids. Mm -hmm. They have like ghost trains and they have all of these surprises for them. And one of my students went last year and she's repeating it this year. So it maybe... can't, be, can't be terrible. No, it can't be terrible. So Halloween is alive and well in this part of Spain then? Yes. No, I mean, in, in, in academies as well, I'm sure. First academy I ever worked in 30 odd years ago in, in Lingua. I remember on Halloween, we came in dressed up and I came in as a Hare Krishna. John came in as a cowboy. J no, Jane came in as a cowboy. Uh, John came in dressed as a witch and we gave all our classes to kids, adults, all dressed up and we had the academy decorated. So I usually do. Yes. Hannah, no, and Hannah goes all out. Yes. <laughs> so maybe this year that'll be something for Shamrock teachers to do, get dressed up and <laughs> watch decorate this space. The, yes. Decorate the academy. I love my cobwebs. Yes. They're nice. They give an awful lot of atmosphere with very, very little effort. So, so that's it's all good. the things that are associated with Halloween when you think about it, bats mm. and cobwebs and, I mean, and lo loads of vocabulary to teach and also cultural things because language is always culture. Mm. So, I mean, if people come to an English academy to learn about the English language, then I suppose teaching them about customs, traditions and kind of embracing those and, and letting them a little bit see what it's like even if they didn't celebrate it in the past i think that's always a good idea yeah it's become a worldwide yes. celebration i mean i thought very few countries in the world that don't celebrate halloween english-speaking countries anyway um i'm sure maybe in asia they don't i'm not 100 sure what it's like i have a feeling they don't but i'm they'll be familiar with the concept definitely yes. because there are so many halloween you know movies you yes, know, films true. that are released um just for halloween it's a good opportunity to watch a horror film uh, as well, if that's your thing. If that's your thing is the, is the perfect word. <laughs> I think for a lot of people in, in Europe who are more used to things like carnival, um, the Halloween is always kind of like the dark side of carnival. Yeah. So they they enjoy the, the, the spiders, the bats, the creepiness. My kids love it. But then later when they actually do see a real life spider, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so only, only the pretend spiders. Well, I don't like real spiders or pretend spiders, so... Um, but are you into horror films? Uh, absolutely not. No, I can't, can't really step... My girlfriend loves them, so uh, <laughs> this is the time of year when I kind of put my aversion aside and, you know, I will <laughs> tolerate a couple of horror films. Have you films. got a, a favourite Halloween film? Well, I said, that my, I mean, my Charlie Brown one, yeah, fine. I also like Monster House. It's another kind of cartoon film would you have a favorite does the nightmare before christmas count as a halloween film i don't oh, know oh i think so it's kind <laughs> of that's a christmas or halloween it's, it's kind of both. a bit of a mixture no. of both, i mean it? they do sing this is halloween yeah, yeah that's it yeah. yeah 
big nostalgia factor that one yes definitely you wouldn't go to the extreme of watching the exorcist or oh no thank you nightmare on elm street choice i'm I'm a fan of the saw films but uh yeah that's not even horror that's just that's just just gore (laughs) well i don't know what that says (laughs) you know well thanks for listening everyone um that's just a little bit of our view of halloween hope you have a wonderful evening a spooky evening maybe get frightened but enjoy yourself and do get dressed up yeah it's it's worth it i look forward to seeing both of your costumes uh next tuesday i already have mine sorted well i haven't even thought about mine and i doubt very much (laughs) you'll see me in a costume (laughs) all right see you next time on the podcast Bye. bye thank you for listening to the shamrock english podcast we hope you found it enjoyable Remember to like and subscribe and keep an ear out for our next episode. Bye.